0: Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, unemployed main characters looking for directions, spirited older love interests with great jobs, eurytastic romantic interludes, realistic conversations about life, and poop emojis. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 352, After Hours Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spirekin Monger Review, some podcasts and vain reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. This is your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourna, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this illustrious and wonderful podcast. It is the Spirekin Monger Review. Hope you guys have been doing good. I've been alright. Uh, a little under the weather. Sorry, I know that's gross. I should edit that out. I'm probably not going to because I'm a weirdo, but... Yeah, uh... I think I'm fighting a cold. Well, that's what Greta thinks. But we're going to keep moving forward because that's the way this, we do it at the Spark and Manga View. So, either way, hope you guys have been doing well. Hope your 2020 has been amazing. Surprisingly, a lot of people have been really digging some of the new content we've been doing. Especially with the updates on Instagram. We're getting a lot of messages about that because I'm finally catching up. Because I decided on Instagram to put all of our older episodes first before the modern episodes. So, because we have a backlog since 2008, it's been a little bit of time putting images from all these old mangas that I completely forgot about even existing. But we're almost caught up to current episode, which, as you know, is 352 because you heard me say it a couple of minutes ago. But we're getting there. We've got a lot of cool images. Check out our Instagram, at Spyrkin. Follow us. Like us. Tag us if you see us at any events. And we'll definitely follow you. You can always message me if you want. But I know I'm getting ahead of myself, so let's get some of the basics out of the way. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about genetically enhanced narratives. Now, what the fuck does that mean? Well, really simple. It's a podcast that will tell you about different geek genres. Specifically, this is our manga review, so obviously we're talking about manga. If we do a movie review, movies, games, games, etc., etc., so, as we talk about manga, we tell you how the art style is, the characters are, the overarching plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You have to agree with anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. And you can find any of our earlier episodes, and we have 352 manga reviews, we have over 190 movie reviews. And you can find them all at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify, and various other social media sites. So if you see us on any of those sites or look for us, add us, follow us, subscribe to us, and final thing, if you want to do something cool, like we don't ask for money for this podcast, but if you go to tinyurl.com forward slash helpzan, h-e-l-p-x-a-n, you can go to our Apple Podcast site and Leave a comment and rate us. Give us a good rating. Tell us what you think about the auto quality. And, you know, it's kind of like putting a tip in the chip jar. It gives me a little more hope on keeping this podcast going for as long as I can. Anyway, if you want to rant at me or complain to me or compliment me or suggest a manga, you can email me personally at zan. that's X-A-N, at sparkin.com. If you really want to be crazy, you can also email me at sparkin at gmail.com, but that's our older email. But that's neither here nor there. So, now that that's out of the way, we can actually talk about some of the fun things, like the releases for this week, because let's be honest, last week was kind of slow. This week, on the other hand, has made up for it in spades, because for January 21st, 2020, we've got over 20 titles that were released. And, well, let's get to it. So, the releases for this week are A Certain Magical Index, Volume 20, The Manga, A Sister's All You Need, Volume 6, The Light Novel, Angels of Death, Volume 9, Ahura X Machine Gun, Volume 16, Aphoretta from Commonplace to Mo- World Strongest, The Manga, Volume 5, Beastars, Volume 4, Black Lagoon, Volume 11, Cells at Work, Code Black, Volume 3, Children of the Whales, Volume 14, City, Volume 7, Death March to the Parallel World, Rhapsody, Volume 10, The Light Novel. And I want to be honest right now, I have been looking for this... M- Light novel everywhere, no one has it. No bookstore has it. It is the weirdest thing. And Most websites say, like, oh, yeah, we have the E novel. Why don't we have the physical, you know, whatever. Anyway, you have Eclair Blanche, the manga. Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, the manga. Final Fantasy Lost Stranger, Volume 4. Goblin Slayer, Volume 9. The light novel, finally coming out. I'm surprised because we've got so many... Uh, Goblin Slayer Year One and all that. Finally we have actually Goblin Slayer proper, Volume 9. High School Prodigies Have an Easy Even in Another World, Volume 6, the manga. I don't know how to give birth, the manga. I have no idea what that's about. I'm assuming it's a life change novel, like the life changing manga of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo, which is based on the How to Tidy Up by Marie Kondo, which is actually a pretty cool book. And it's pretty zen. I... I'll admit, I read it, and I watch the TV show, even though the TV show was kind of like watching a uh, Garage Fire. Anyway, I digress. Um, but this one, I have no idea. It's weird. Anyway, I'm a behemoth, an S-ranked monster, but mistaken for a cat. I live as an elf girl's pet, Volume 1, The Light Novel. That sounds ridiculous, but whatever. I'm Standing on a Million Lives, Volume 5. I'm Great Priest Imhotep. Volume one. I'm assuming that's about mummies. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon on the side? Sword Oratari Volume ten The Manga. I've been killing Slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level volume one The Manga Kinomo Friends A la Carte Volume two Levy Est Volume two Magical Girl Sight Volume eleven Marcia Lago Volume 13. No Gun Life's Volume 3. Every time I say this next manga, I get completely tongue-tied, so let's just say it's Watamote, or no matter how I look at it, it's your guy's fault I'm not popular, Volume 15. I said it right this time. Hooray! Nurse Hitomi's Monster Infirmary, Volume 10. Yankees, Volume 5. Overlord, The Undead King-O, Volume 2. Sailor Moon Eternals Edition, Volume 7. Skullface Bookseller Hondasan Volume Three. We just talked about that recently. Uh, Sorry for my familiar Volume Six. Strike the Blood Volume Fourteen, the light novel. Teasing Master Tagaki San Volume Seven. The Asterisk Wars Volume Twelve, the light novel. The Brave Tuber Volume Two, the manga. The Greater Demon Lord is reborn as a typical nobody. Volume Two, the light novel. The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious, Volume 1, the manga, not the light novel, so the manga is finally coming out. Hooray. If you're a fan of that anime series, that is a completely insane. Uh, the Saga of Tanya the Evil, Volume 9, the manga. The Seven Deadly Sins, Volume 36, the manga. Yes! Way of the House Husband, Volume 2, comes out this week. I must go buy it immediately, because it is amazing. Anyway... The World's Strongest Rearguard: Labyrinth Country's Novice Seeker, Volume 2, the manga. Toilet-Bound Hanako-kun, Volume 1. This is currently out on, on Crunchyroll. If you haven't watched it, it is a bizarre and strange series. I'm, but I gotta say, again, like a train wreck, you want to watch it. Um, but the manga, we'll see how it goes. Torture Princess, Froomed Torture Chin, Volume 3, the light novel. Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena, Volume 1, the light novel. And finally... For this insanely long list of manga for this week. We have Zozo Zombie. Volume 6. Wow. Big release week. A lot coming out. And as I always do. Here are the ones that I'm looking forward to. Definitely I'm looking forward to Way of the House Husband. Because I'm a huge fan of that series. Um, Teasing Master Tagaki-san. I've been enjoying that. It's kind of a guilty pleasure. Skull Facebook Seller Honda-san. I've talked about how I enjoyed it on, when I reviewed it two episodes ago. But I want to check it out. Volume 3, see how it goes. Yankees, Volume 5, gotta love Yankees, Cats, who are Yakuza. No Gun Life, Volume 3, because, well, it's a guy with a gun on his head who's insane. And it's just uberly violent. It satisfies that berserk and gangsta uh, feeling in my, you know, that, that niche I need. Uh, you have Alpharetta from Complex, the world's strongest. I'm intrigued by that one. Uh, Black Lagoon Volume 11, I'm surprised Black Lagoon Volume 11 is coming out, because wow, it's been a while, but, yeah, picking up Black Lagoon, definitely. And finally, Beastars, because it's a trippy and weird series. So what is it that you guys are interested in, what are you guys afraid of or shocked by? Like me, the one which is like, what the fuck is, I don't know how to give birth, and the one I'm like, meh to, is, uh, actually, there isn't a lot of meh to this week, I really am not. Uh... Just One of the light novels is just a little obsessive, which is uh, I'm a behemoth, an uh, S-ranked monster, but mistaken for a cat. I'm like, okay, that's a little crazy, but it's a light novel. So email me, let me know what you guys are interested in, what you're looking forward to, what you picked up and if you enjoyed or not. Email me zanspirekin.com or direct message me at spyrkin. Uh, I always put a post whenever I release these episodes, so on the post on at spirekin for Twitter. Just Comment on what series you are interested in. Let me know. So, now that we've talked about the new release for the day, let's get to it. Cause if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated to be that reviewing a manga that was written by Yuta Nishio and published by Shogakuken, which means it's being released over here by, you guessed it, Viz Media. There are three volumes. Origin came out in 2015, ended in 2018. There's 17 chapters, so you got two small versions and one big omnibus, and it is a how do I put this? It is a romantic drama, senator slice of life, shoujo I Yuri. So the demographic is shoujo or Jose, depending on how you look at it, also could technically be seinen, because it does deal with adults, so it's a little weird, it's in a weird spot, but the name of this manga is After Hours, and this is an intriguing and very, not whimsical, it's a realistic manga that looks at a very adult relationship, and I love the fact that it is a Yuri that is done well, it's not sexy, it's not porny, it's a shoujo-ai, like I said, so it focuses more on the relationship rather than the physical aspect, and it actually opens up in a very simple way. The premise is that our main character, Asiana Emi, is a girl who got invited to a club by her friend. She's 24 years old, unemployed, n- not sure what she wants to do with her life, and she's been invited to a club by a friend, and her friend doesn't show up. So she's like, this sucks man, you you said you were going to be here, you're not here, what the fuck? And she's waiting, 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 and a guy tries to pick her up, and he's like, oh I know you, you look familiar, I don't forget a face, hey, you know, let's try to pick her up, and she's getting nervous, and this girl comes and rescues her. This girl introduces herself as Kay, and Kay is pretty just ballsy and says, Hey, you okay? Sorry, this guy, he's just an awful drunk. Don't worry about it. And she's like, thank you very much. So what are you doing here? Trying to wait for a friend? And it's like, yeah, yeah, but she's not answering my phone calls. So you got to pick what this person looks like? Yeah, yeah, And Emmy shows Kay a picture of a friend. They look around, and her friend is hooking up with a guy. Completely forgets about Emmy. Just is like, I'm going to go make out with this guy and the club and Emmy's like, um damn it. You know what? I'm just gonna go home. And Kay's like, wait, wait, you're not staying around? You're not gonna have fun? Uh and Emmy's like, I just don't know what's fun about these places. I can't get as excited as these other people are. It's just Yeah, it's just not my thing. It's just not And Kay's like, that's fine. That's not the only fun thing to do at a club. You know, there's lots to do. It's not just about the dumb hooking up people. Because people do different things. Some people come here to meet people. Some people come to listen to the music and lose themselves. And some people come here to forget something. And then some people just come to drink. And me, personally, I'm into all of it. And this intrigues Emmy. And as they talk and go back and forth, Kay's like, you know what, want to get a drink somewhere else this isn't your scene? And she's like, oh, sure. We, we could do that. Um, They end up walking out a couple blocks over. Kay takes her to her house, which is inside like a little hole in the wall in between two alleys. And she's like, oh, I thought we were going to a bar. Ah, it's cheaper here. It'll be fine. And this house is cluttered. It's filled with books and clothes. and bu- The big thing is records. Tons and tons of records. And Emmy's like, wow, that's a lot of records. He's like, if you want borrow one take it let me know what you think well how am I supposed to decide which one I don't know intuition how you feel about it and even if you don't like it you learn that way and Emmy's was like I don't even have a turntable you don't have to buy a professional one you can get a cheap one on on the side and this is the beginning of a interesting relationship between Emmy and Kay because Kay is a DJ who's trying to find herself in this world because in the past something happened to her. And as I mentioned earlier, Emmy's someone who is drifting through life and doesn't know what to do. Some events happen that we find out later which have made things rough for her. And she's just trying to find her place in the world. And this has opened up a new venue for her, a new place to go to. And she ends up becoming friends with this person that she ends up spending the night with. And it's done very artistically and not crazy, not sexy just well you know it's just very silly and romantic of them just her crashing over and then them you know play fighting and then just a kiss and then goes to white which is nice and then she wakes up and they're next to each other and it gets like a crazy she's like oh my god i stayed here what am i gonna do what am i gonna do and then the best part is that she's like i don't know i don't feel so good and k has to go to work and she just straight up gives her her key says here's my key like most people, don't get a key in a relationship until months or years later. This straight up was just, yep, here's your key. Here, you're part of the, so on and so forth. You know, this is a relationship. It's like, but well, I can't do this. Well, fine, that's no problem. Leave the key under the fire extinguisher when you leave. And they end up. And she does that. And she's kind of overwhelmed by this. She's gonna forget about it. Her day's done. And she gets a text message. You left your charger here. Why don't you come by and cook food for me? Which totally seems like a line. But it works. Emmy goes there. She cooks her food. Even brings a piece of food that she mentioned the night before. So she's considerate. And then there they go. And they just talk about life. And where they're going to go. And what is going on. And what she enjoys. And then at one point, Emmy, uh, since she finds out that Kay is a DJ. She's like, oh, I'd love to see you spin. And as they're talking over time... Kay's like, well, listen, next at the end of the month, we got an event going on. Do you want to come see me? And Emmy's like, sure, I'll go see you. And then you see her text message, and, yeah, Emmy's gonna VJ, gonna perform too. It's like, what? What do you mean? He's like, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You screw up, you screw up. And so, Kay ends up having her come to the club and work a set, but not as the DJ. She says, you'll be the VJ, the video jockey. So With the music that they play, she ends up putting the images up on the screen and she has a blast doing it. She loves doing it and it's kind of cool. Very rave culture-y, very weird. Also something I forgot to mention, uh, Emmy is 24 and Kay is 30 and she kind of got out of the club scene. She just got back into it. So she's a little rusty but it's pretty old school and cool. The music set goes well, they even mention what song she uses. And that was a nice touch. The song that she played in the club was... Hold on, I'm going to look in the manga. You can hear me flipping through the manga, flipping through the manga. Where is the, the name? Uh, here it is. Uh, Justice vs. Simeon, We Are Your Friends. And they're playing that, and that's the the song that they're playing. And and uh, and she's mixing to, and that's the song that makes her happy and feel like it's really cool and awesome. And it, she's... And Emmy's like, wow, this is cool. This is fun. And I'm not used to clubs, and but this is just great. It's unbelievable. And their friend who Case said was injured, uh, Emmy's like, oh, so I heard you're injured. Is your back okay? And he's like, oh, that's what she told you? I had an injury, but that was years ago. And she's like, that lying bitch. You know what? I'm going to put poop emojis on this screen now because I'm upset at her. And so they showed poop emojis while she's DJing. And it just ends on a magnificent night for them as they have a great set. They have a great show. And one of the best scenes, and it's an iconic scene in the manga, it just shows them as the sun's coming up after the club is closed. They've left. They've been partying all night. And it just shows the city street as the sun is peeking through and they're like it's beautiful yeah sometimes i wonder do i do all the drinking and dancing and all night partying just like get a view like this yeah it's just a nice scene it's just a scene which it's picturesque and like i say with a lot of other series you could frame that and then we learn more about what's going on and it ends where they're gonna set up another event but M is really interested in Kay and she has to tell her something, but she doesn't have the strength to tell her up. And you find out that M broke up with her boyfriend, but they still live together. She hasn't told Kay yet. So it's very... What the fuck? Where's this going to go? I've got to say I'm a bit intrigued. And as with most romantic series where you have the two leads together, you do have some sort of adversity. I didn't expect the adversity to be that the one person is still with their other old significant other that's a twist I didn't expect because Emmy doesn't seem like the type of girl who'd step out on someone but I guess that's how it goes but it makes sense why she went out clubbing and why she's willing to go out is I don't want to deal with this asshole at home you know who I broke up with so I'm going to go do something else where is this all going to go what's going to happen is Emmy going to be inspired to become her own DJ VJ well I think that's going to be in the later volumes. There's only two volumes left. Both of them are out. And I don't know where it's going to go. But I'm partially intrigued. Partially scared. But got to wait and see what happens, right? So now that I've gone over the plot, let's go over the other aspects of the manga itself. Now, the art style is, as I said, diverse and different, but unique at the same time. Now, what do I mean by that? As with a lot of other series, you have the fact that you have the design work for the characters and the background and environment are very different, and this is no exception. The environment is dynamic. It seems alive. It seems realistic. When you first see Kay's apartment, just seeing all of the records on the wall, looks the shelves with the records, it looks realistic. That scene where you see just them in front of the city, and then you see him at the bottom just walking, it's a great image that is one you can hang up on your wall. Character design themselves goes from very shoujo-y to, you know, super big eyes, simple to super deformed and chibi style. goes all over the place. It's it's neat. It's not sketchy. It's not rough. It's passable. Like, the background saves it, though. Now, characters themselves and the plot, I've got to say I'm intrigued by it. I've got to say it's different. It's something I wouldn't have expected for this type of Yuri, especially. But I gotta say, I like it. I like where it's going. I um, don't know if it's going to end well. Especially because of the fact that it's kind of based on a lie, like I said. Uh, when Kay finds out what's going to happen. But Kay also seems very laissez-faire about things. Like, oh, whatever. So she might be like, cool, whatever. I have a boyfriend too. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I do want to see where it goes with this. I'm guessing that's going to end up with a huge rave. And there's two volumes left, which are going to be easy to get a hold of because they're both out. I'm definitely going to read it to see what happens. And um, I'm going to come back and tell you if it's worth. the ending is worth it. But right now with the first volume, I'm going to rate it with our second highest rating, which is Bar From a Friend and Don't Return Unless Offer of Pocky. It is a manga that's engaging, intriguing, and it is very... Cool. I wanted to read this while listening to the music, and I was thinking, I was like, oh, they're doing a DJ set. I wish I could hear the music they're, they're listening to. And I put on the soundtrack to Wiz, which is a horrible series, by the way, but the soundtrack's amazing on that. And I'm listening to it, and then at the bottom, I see, here's the song they're playing. And I'm like, oh, so it's like, went to YouTube, listened to that song. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. And it brought me into it, because I'm a bit of an audiophile. I love music. And This one brought me into that aspect. The club scene is intriguing. I love that setting that's in a club. And it's it's setting up for something really cool. Now, for the other aspect of it, the relationship. I gotta say it's realistic. A little fast-paced for my taste. I think it's a little unrealistic where it's like, Oh, we're gonna meet. Here's my key. You can move in. Wait, no, I don't want to move in yet. Okay. Just like in one night, it's... There's a difference between hookup and... Well, like I said, I was reading this and Greta was like, this sounds insane. Most This is like total hookup. I'm like, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be long term. But then again, I'm a little bit of an optimist. So, I don't know. I'm going to wait and see what happens. I hope that this does have a good payoff. If not, this first volume was intriguing and engaging. But if you've read this, let me know what you think. Email me, Zanspark.com. Uh, or spycon.gmail.com. Let me know what you think about uh, After Hours, and if it was as good as I thought, or if it was worse or better. Also, random question of the day. Is there any type of soundtrack that you listen to when you read manga? Me, it depends on the series I listen to. I listen to a lot of like, D&D-style mixes for fantasy. I listen to a lot of techno stuff for more urban, urban-y. And also, if it is a, Shikoto, a Makoto Shinkai stuff. I listen to Rad Wimps because Rad Wimps are awesome. But what do you think? Let me know. Direct message me at spark So, remember, you can check out any of our early episodes at You can email me personally at zanspyrokin.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, also uh, social media sites. And let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I am talking about that one, that only, the... Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? Well, it's a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that wheel. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that that number is corresponding to is the manga we review in the next episode of the and Manga Review, episode 353. So let's spin and see what review, shall we? Number three. So, in the next episode of the and in Manga Review, we're going to be reviewing a manga that has a very weird name. Similar to last episode where we talked about something with a color in it. What I'm talking about is Golden Sheep. Now, what is it about? I don't know. Uh, I put it on the wheel because I saw it at Barnes and & Noble's, and, well, we'll see what it's about. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I guess that's it. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. We're going to be releasing a couple of new reviews out including uh, James Bond stuff because well James Bond is coming out this year and I'm finally going to start actually talking about the different James Bond films we're going to be going in order and try to hit as many as we can for the movie review and for the manga review we got a couple of really fun things coming up soon so I'll let you guys hear about that in a couple episodes and also the Super Secret Project is coming into fruition and should be revealed soon hopefully by February I'll let you guys know what's going on with that but with that in mind I'm your Hosan. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Gonsville. Keep reading manga. I don't know.